this town Now it's all turned upside down I wish I could figure out Do you think it's just a phase I'm going through Just a phase I'm going through Oops Did something interrupt this podcast? Well, this is the perfect time for a bathroom break or coffee time. And now, back to the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Somali Nomad. I am your host, Sammy, and I have an awesome uh, guest with me today. Yo, my man, introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, my name is uh, Dan uh, Roberts, uh, Dano for short or short. Um, I'm a coordinator of athletic operations in Mississippi, working with football, um, and I'm just happy to be on the show Um been a long time since I've seen this guy in Canada. Uh, we stay connected for all these year these years, and I'm happy to be part of the show. Yeah, man, it's been almost exactly three years since uh, I met yeah. you in that uh, yeah. networking events in Toronto. Uh, I believe it was, we were at the Argos Arena uh, when we met, and yep. uh, I was insane. Yeah, I didn't get much success on it, but uh, knowing you, man, you probably still had those network connects afterwards, right? Yeah, I, I did. Um, I like although professional sports is cool, collegiate sports is where it's at, yeah. especially with the name, image, and likeness. Um, it's going to change the landscape of college athletics. It's going to put it in the same playing field as professional. Like it's already changed in high school sports. Like you got students that's like um, leaving high school their senior year to go to college for going to senior, which I didn't even know you could do that, but you can now. Yeah. So um, we're going to see a lot of big things happening in college sports. So I think it'll be the perfect time to be in college sports. Um, but I enjoy my time in professional sports, but it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell uh, the audience a little bit about yourself, because I feel like you have the most impressive resume I've known from anybody. So please <laughs> indulge your resume to everybody. Oh, my resume. So uh, I graduated from the University of Buffalo with a degree in media studies, which you think I would use that degree, but I yeah. chose not to because yeah. um, the job I was applying to said I needed a master's, which I eventually got my master's in sports administration. But um, I worked in college athletics pretty much since I've been in college, uh, working in ticket office to event management, to marketing, recreational and in, recreation and murals. Um, a little bit of coaching. Then uh, once I started my master's, I uh, worked for the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Sabres, the uh, Buffalo Bandits, the lacrosse team. Um, I had an opportunity to, um, with like their digital me- media department. And then um, I got a chance to work in event management with the Buffalo Bills, handing in their parking. Um, after that, I, I wanted to focus on college sports side. So eventually uh, did my internship 
with Canisius College where I got my master's, where I was working with hockey. Um, and then eventually I went back to the University of Buffalo to do event management. And that was the same year we won the championship in basketball, um, men's and women's. Um, so that was a great opportunity. And then I got a chance to uh, uh, Alfred, State, Alfred State College where I did event management and equipment services. And then um, I also got my certification in diversity and inclusion. So I do consulting for colleges on the side for college athletics on the side. Um, I actually have a video on YouTube where I did a session with my business partner, Desmond Davis. Um, on top of that, um, I conduct leadership seminars. Um, I have my title IX certification. So I'm, I have the ability to investigate situations when it comes to discrimination, um, based off of sex. Um, then after that, I wanted to go back to Division One just because that's where I started. Um, so I got an opportunity to work in, in Mississippi uh, at Alcorn, which is a historical black college and university. Um, where I'm working with, the court, uh, with athletics, mainly with football as their coordinated athletic operations. So I assist with like biz, like as far as like traveling and overseeing their equipment. And I run the event management of all of the um, teams. So like any game, I'm in charge of that. So that's where I'm at now. And I'm currently doing my doctorate in sports administration. Um, I'm almost done. I got a year left. Um, I'm excited because to be honest, I'm kind of done with school. <laughs> like I'm at the point where yeah. I just can't deal with school anymore. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's everything about me. Um, <laughs> that's up to date. <laughs> Yo, that's the epitome of grind right there, man. That's the epitome of grind. Like I saw, I remember seeing your Instagram post and you're just like always in Snapchat. Like you're always like, yo, I'm on the grind. I'm on the grind every time, man. I'm like, yo, you're the epitome of grind, man. I'm telling you. The amount of like stuff yeah. you've been going through the last couple of years, man. Damn. Yeah, you, I, I, the one, if I had to give anybody advice on here as far as career or anything, um, keep going. Don't quit. Like I have a lot of people that I went to school with and in my master's that, they're not even working in their field and it's not a downplay on them. And you gotta, cause sometimes you gotta strike with the pot of hot, but like you gotta keep going, like volunteer, uh, make those networking connections. Cause you never know where it'll take you. And I did a lot of volunteering. That's how I was able to do um, stuff like working with the bills and the sabers. And I forgot to mention, I worked the NFL Super Bowl, So that's another thing that like, I forgot to mention, but like that was through a network that I met through somebody um that pre presented the opportunity so you just got to continue to the grind like um we're all young until you're until you're at that point in your life where and even if you are at that point in life where you're older you still should be grinding my mentor is 48 49 makes so much money that he can relax but he still grinds like he's making 14 dollars an hour wow wow man that work ethic can never change man i'm telling you no matter how old you are yeah. Yes. Damn. Damn. So, uh, then, and, uh, tell everybody like, uh, what's your current status at the moment? So I am in a relationship right now. Um, yeah, we, we, we've been together for a few months. Um, we're both old. She's older than me, but, uh, we're both like at that point in our life where, uh, it's either marriage, like we can't be dating forever. Like <laughs> marriage, yeah. uh, because, and I'm in that same boat too, because like, I've done enough dating in my life where it's just, it gets repetitive after a while. 
Um, but yeah, me and her have been together for a few months. Um, and it's been great. Like when we first started, it wasn't the best cause we were getting to know each other. Um, I think that's the, one of the things about dating is just learning who the person you're going to like potentially might be with for the rest of your life. Cause how are you, no matter what, how you look at it, either you're going to end up married or you're going to break up. There's no in between. Like you could, yeah, you could be friends, but like you break up, you break up. Like there's no really no way around it. Um, but yeah, we've been together for a, for a few months and she's just as hard working as me. She's doing her, her PhD. So she understands my work ethic, my grind. So it actually works itself out. Yeah, yeah. And you're mentioning like uh, hating dating before meeting her. Like, what was that like? Like your history, like uh, casually dating and seeing people before before meeting her. Um, casually dating. Uh, it's uh, how can you say it? It's a very it's interesting because you're you're learning about the individual. But the one thing I learned about casual dating or dating in general is. In this society and generation, instant gratification um, is what destroys dating because everybody wants everything now, now, now. I'm like, okay, you got to make me happy now. Instead of, like, let's work on it. Like, you know what? I need to know more about you. I can't just be um, like, yeah, I'm going to get to know you. We got to continue to get to know each other because um, I'm, there's no magic wand to be like, okay, you got to do everything I say. You got to make sure that when I'm sad, this is how you react. When I'm mad, this is how you react. When I'm happy, this is how you react. Like, there's no magic wand, but we're in a society where instant gratification has be. That's what it is. And dating, um, casually dating, is good for a little while, but like we're adults, we got to get to a point. Unless you, that person, where you know what, that's all I could do because my lifestyle or just preference. Um, but me personally, I would like to settle down and be married with someone. Like, that's why I kind of backed off on too much casually dating. Like now when I was dating, I was like, I'm looking for a partner for the future. And the girl was right now, she's in the same boat. She was looking for a partner for the future. She doesn't want to just keep casually dating because after a while it just gets old and you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. How would you have normally like uh, met women? Uh, like, uh, did you meet them online through social media, like dating apps, or did you meet them in person? So what I casually, what I, what I did, you, what I used to casually date, uh, or actually in general, like, cause girl, I met, we met online through, uh, pitch. Uh, but because of COVID, I had to go through online, but before COVID hit everything, I normally would just, because I'm a, extrovert and I'm a people person I would just go straight to like a bar or a hangout spot um and just talk and that's people would be surprised how easy it is to meet somebody just by talking just having a regular conversation everybody think you got to have this game you got to look a certain way if you could talk and keep someone's interest uh, um interest it makes a big difference so that's why it was easy for me to casually date a lot because because I could just meet somebody at a location, get to know them, get their phone number, and then be like, hey, I'm going to take you out to dinner, or we're going to go on lunch, or whatever. Depending on the person um, and their lifestyle, like I'll try to work my, my, myself around that. So um, online, in person, it doesn't matter to me, but like the person I'm with right now, we met online, but we FaceTime to kind of like get a glimpse of who we are like as people personality quip 
like all that stuff. So that way, when we met in person, it was like I knew her for years. Mm. So it was like the easiest thing. So I could do I could do both. So online or in person. Um, I try to stay away from recommendations from friends, just because that's your friend, and if if it doesn't work out, it can backfire. So I try to stay away from those. Yeah, yeah. What, what was like your overall experience on Hinge? Like, uh, did you like it? Like, would you recommend people using like Hinge itself? Because I've heard like like a lot of people kind of using Hinge and they weren't a fan of it. So, like, what what do you, what do you say in regards to that? Um, Hinge is more of like if you're ready to settle down. Like, I could I give you a breakdown of each app. Tinder and and yeah, Tinder is pretty much just straightforward. Like, like you you luck you'll be lucky if you find somebody do tender like actual like because most of the time at least in this generation when i see a lot of kids um excuse me young adults um tender is just instant gratification all right let's just get this over with um bumble is like in between hinge and tender like you might get an instant instant um connection off of bumble or you might meet somebody for a lifetime. And then Hinge is like, objective is to meet somebody for a lifetime. You rarely hear somebody say, oh, it was a hookup through Hinge. So that's how I look at Hinge. Most of my success, like, with a lot of dating, with, with a lot of dates I had, was through Hinge. And most okay. of the women were older. like, And, like, you'll find, like, you have a lot of success with women who are, like, 28 and older on that app. Mm. All right, man. Uh, so I was going to ask, uh, how did you uh, meet your significant other? Because uh, you mentioned uh, earlier that uh, you met her on Hinge. Uh, so what was that like, like the first time meeting her on Hinge and then meeting her in person afterwards? Uh, meeting her on Hinge, um, it was different, like I said, because like, we connected instantaneously. Like we, um, like we were vibing, everything. Like we just, I like, it was different. Because it was like I was dating other women, like I wasn't in a relationship, I was just date, going on dates with other women, yeah. and then she popped up, and um, it was, and it like, like, like I said, different sides of the spectrum. Like I'm very, um, like laid back, and and she's like out there, but she could be laid back when she wants to. Um, but I think the main thing is um, when we. Metal Hinge, we talked, and then we FaceTimed, got a chance to know each other. We, we were doing that for like two weeks, and then eventually we had our first date, and it was like we knew everything about each other. So it wasn't even bad at all. It was like, oh, okay, you, I know a lot about you, you know about me already. It was an easier transition than I think um, most of my Hinge dates, because like we'll never, I, and it was weird, because I would try to get someone from the talk online like through facetime or something because i'm like okay it's facetime but i can understand the difficulties of that because people might feel like you might try to do like sexting or all these different things that can like turn someone off so i completely understand and that's why i did force them but it was just like with this one she was ready to facetime and everything and i was just like okay maybe this girl (laughs) i got worried i was like oh well hold on (laughs) yeah But, but then we like we hit it off and we've been together ever since. Like, um, she's very traditional. So like she believes she wants to wait till marriage. And I, I completely understand that. So it is a different um, experience, but it's older and like, she's very supportive of everything I do. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's how, that's how that worked out through the whole hinge thing. 
um, I, I was going to ask, like, uh, what what uh, normally uh, were you looking for on Hinge? What were you trying to avoid before, like, meeting her? Um. So, okay, so I'll be honest. So I first got on Hinge because I was on, like, I was on Hinge for a while. I was just talking to different women and then it got to a point where I got really busy because, like, my career comes first before anybody else. I, I always make, let people know that. So, like, I was on Hinge and I was dating different women and then it just got, it got overwhelming because I, I had to try to remember all these girls' names and all that stuff. Um, but the one thing I was looking for was that connection where I was like, you know what? This, this is different. Like, we were connecting, but it's not forced. Like, sometimes people force into relationships and like, because they don't want to be alone. It, it wasn't that. Like, we both understand that, like, you know what? You mess up you gone like we, we, i have no problem with that yeah. but that's what i was looking for because a lot of women were very like the women i want to date with especially down here in the south they're very it's very physical like they were ready like it was pretty much like all right we'll hang out like i remember the first girl like when i talked to that was down here she was very transparent she was like i'll let you have some after the second day i was like wow okay um i was not expecting that but all right <laughs> at least i have a timetable <laughs> Yeah. He's at a timetable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with this girl, she was it was different. It was like she was classy, um, respectful, older than me too. So that was a plus because I, I did want somebody that was older. That someone that wasn't like in their 30s at least. Like maybe like I would have took somebody in their 20s, but like they're still learning to get grow up and all that stuff and going through their growing pains. Uh, I was looking for someone that was um Pretty much, I'm at the point where I'm ready to settle down. Yeah. Although when I came down here, I would that mindset was like, "Oh, have fun," but then like, when you know, you know. Yeah. And it was like, you know what? This one is special. Like we connect. We always have fun. We don't have issues. And when we do have issues, we talk about it. We communicate. So um, mm-hmm. that yeah, that's what I was kind of looking for in a hedge. Damn. Uh, I, were you looking to land an uh, older uh, woman? Or is that um, just because it came naturally? It came naturally. I wasn't like, oh, like I had an age range. So like on Hinge, it was like 28 to about 36, 37-ish. Yeah. That was like my age range. Okay. Um, But I also wanted somebody that like, <laughs> I guess, was young in soul. Like they were, they were mature, but they were young in soul. So like. If I wanted, like, the girl was like, she, she wants to go dance, she likes to do fun stuff. Like, we do axe throwing, we do um, bowling, we just have fun. Like, um, like one of the things in the future is rock climbing and, like, different, like, she likes to skydive. I like to sky, I want to skydive. That's my next thing. Um, that's why I'm trying to drop all this weight. I got to drop a couple more pounds before I can skydive. But, <laughs> but like, just someone I can have fun and, like, have an adventure with and have a life with. Like, I don't want to be, because there are some older women that's just content and that's it. And I'm like, I'm not going to be like that. When I get older, I'm still going to try to do some adventure, like, just get out and just have fun. Like, I don't plan on just be sitting down, just be bored. Like, who wants to live a life like that? Like, I don't want to get to the point where I'm in my 70s, 80s, if I'm blessed enough to get up to that age where um, I look back in my life and I'm like, man, we did not have fun. We were just sin miserable, arguing with each other, had sex a couple times, and that was about it. Like, I don't want to go through that. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to say, you know what, we did everything. And you know what, 
like when our time comes, it comes, and I can literally say, you know what, I had a great life, especially with my part. That's what I want. Damn. Okay, man. Damn. And uh, you were mentioning about the skydiving stuff. It, like, uh, are your dates that crazy with her? <laughs> um, <laughs> or not yet. Have like, you kept uh, the basic so far? Um, we 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 we've been keeping it basic right now because of COVID. Um, yeah. it, it sucks too because we were we had we have like a list of things that she wants to do and a list of things I want to do. Yeah. And right now is on halt because of the fact that we COVID is like pretty much coming back and like it sucks too like because it's like a, another variant and then there's one more variant that's on the way and I'm like oh man like we ain't gonna be able to do anything yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna be like like we are I like I'm vaccinating everything too and it's like she is too and we're just like we're not gonna be able to do nothing like we're we're gonna try our best but it's just like where everything's shutting down possibly shutting down again it's yeah. like we're gonna have to wait even longer and like hopefully we make it that long because like her in her mind it's like mine it's like i want to make this work like marriage like mm-hmm. like there's no other like you know how like, some people that break up and then they'll get back together and it's like no because once we break up we break up like because that's the kind of person i am too i'm like i don't believe in like once you break up with somebody that's it so um that's why the mindset is we'll be together and be able to do all these things and um, have a fruitful long life together and but with covid that's <laughs> we got to put do some other things but at least she likes to eat like i do and like fan do so like she had me eat crawfish for her time i never had crawfish and um, how was it very disappointing <laughs> not gonna lie because it yeah. was like we're i'm breaking off this crawfish I'm like, oh i remember all this meat and then it's like you get this little piece of meat and i'm like so I paid all this money for this little piece of crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, they was like, oh no, you gotta buy it in pounds. I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and break off stuff just to get my food. I'd rather be made, I cut it, get through it. Like, that sounds like more work. I'm like, that's yeah. the stuff they've been doing already for me. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a uh, thing I had to learn down there, like crab or crawfish, like stuff where you have to like do work. And I'm like, oh. Uh, why is this a thing? Like <laughs> this is just yeah. extra work. Yeah. What was the the big thing you've learned about uh, your relationship with her so far? What's the kind of like, the big uh, thing you've kind of learned since you've been with her for the past few months? Um, being patient. Mm. I'm I'm not a patient person, and I always. Just, so it's it's almost like PTSD. So like I'm so used to women, like they'll they'll see a flaw and they'll be like, you know what, this ain't gonna work. Even though like I've done everything right, the one little thing, and it could be like something simple as like I forgot this, or I didn't um I'm trying to think. Um one person just thought it was just I was doing too much, like being too nice. It was it was like little stuff like that, but it was like looking for a way out. Um that's something I had to learn to because like she was very trans like the girl with the now she's transparent. She's like, if I were to break up with you, I'll do it quick and clean. And I was like, I respect that. Like I'd rather have someone do it, just say, Hey, they ain't gonna work. Keep it, we'll move on to the next one. Um, but I realized she want and like also she has a kid too. So um like just like that's like when you like when we like kind of embark in a relationship, like that kid's gonna see that. It's either, like okay, 
who's this guy? And my job, like, if it went in, okay, I'm not gonna say that. When it leads to marriage, my job is to be a role model to that kid. So, but like, I had to learn to be patient, like, because that's the hard thing with me is I'm not the most patient person um, when it comes to relationships because I always expect it to like go sideways over some stupid. And like, I look back at all my old relationships and I'm just like, man, I got dumped over like some of the craziest things. And you just be like, that makes no sense. And then, like, to you, it makes no sense, but to them, it might be everything. And that's why I went back to like earlier in the interview where I talked about instant gratification. Um, a lot of women that we, I dealt with and society is just instant gratification, not just instant gratification, but relationships is now becoming almost like a transactional, very transactional. Like, what are, what are you going to do for me? You know, buy me this, this, this. Okay. Okay. After you buy me this, this, what else are you going to do for me? It's like, it's like almost financial. Like you have to, spend money or like other way around um you have to do this you gotta uh i don't know like you give me a car sorry transactional pretty much transactional everything yeah. is money related um and if it's not money related it's instant gratification you have to make me happy right away um and that was the stuff that i was dealing with this and sometimes age plays a role um sometimes maturity plays a role because even though someone's older it doesn't mean they're mature so i learned that you have to you, you, I have to be patient um, and like just not be afraid of like if you if someone breaks over if she breaks over me she breaks over me like there's nothing I can do about that but if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to and she's a person of her word then it, we won't have that issue yeah that's a, yo that's honestly a really good mentality to have because there are a lot of guys that once they have that history of you know game uh dumped on or like they break up with a girl they kind of carry that negativity right like constantly and like and that kind of envelops into the new relationship they have with a girl and i've seen that a lot with a lot of friends of mine here in ottawa and uh it's kind of like unfortunate it uh it's, it's something sometimes they can't break out of and they go through a lot of bad eating habits and you know they get depressed and they go through a lot of stuff and it's unfortunate you know but like i'm glad that you know at least like you kind of like have you have that but like you're like you know what it's kind of something i could kind of throw on the back burner Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. In a sense, like you're, you're not necessarily lowering your guard. You're kind of like remembering, but at the same time, you're like, okay, I, I got to give this person a chance and not to yeah. kind of like use them towards like the my previous history with other women I've had. Yeah. And I like going off what you said, like a lot of men have PTSD. Like that's yeah. a real thing. Like people don't believe that. It's like, oh, that's no, that's a real thing in anything. Not, not, it's not just like army related or sexual assault or, um, mental assault there's other forms of ptsd and like it's just like sometimes it could be a, a particular action like you like if you put your hand on a on a, a skill or how like you're not gonna do that again because you know that if you do that again it's gonna yeah. it's gonna set on fire so it's that ptsd that you just um i i know i have it and i have to teach myself and one of the things is i go to therapy um, so therapy helps out, helps me out with that. And just learning that you got, this is a new person, new relationship, um, and make it work. Like it's like, cause to be honest, like since my last relationship where I was almost about to get engaged, um, this has been my longest relationship. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that was, what well, that was, uh, five years ago or four years ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this is before I met you, you were already about to be engaged. So before, yeah, before you met me, I was about to get engaged. She broke up with me before I even could do it. Like it was like a week before I was going to go to Vegas 
Yeah. To get back. I had her dad permission, her mom permission, and her grandparents yeah. permission. Yeah. And she broke it off before I could even do that. And it put me in a state of depression for a while. Um, luckily, I was the therapy for it, but like, like I never knew why. And like, to this day, I don't know why because like the story kept changing. So I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Um, and you just got to move on. Like, you can't let that hold you down. And like, I'm a better version of myself than I was. Cause if I could go back, I could say, you know what? It was all worth it. Like, it was like, it's not as bad as that sound. Like, cause you don't, like, you were somebody for three years and you're about to spend your whole life with them to fast, get to the point where I could say, you know what? It's okay. Like, I went through it and it made me a better man. It made me a, it taught me how to love. It taught me how to be responsible. Like, it taught me so many different things that I was just like, you know what? I was supposed to go through that. And everybody has to go through that one moment. And like, God forbid, I don't want that to happen to anybody, but you got to go through that one moment where it's, it's supposed to teach you, like you're supposed to go through like the, you're supposed to go through those things. That's part of growing pains. Like you're supposed to eventually learn from it and then don't make those same mistakes. So, um, I'm, I'm very happy that I did like, and I'm glad I took a break from being in a relationship. I wasn't, I wasn't in a relationship for pretty much almost four years. Yeah. Um, and then like, I now, now I know like my new relationship is, is different. Like I, I learned from the last time I learned to be a better listener, like the honors, the read, the read the room, like some, those little things that I didn't even like little things like that. Um, just being patient. Like I'm, I'm learning all these, I learned all these new things and I can bring it to a relationship. So now the girl I'm with, she's, she got the most improved version of me. So, Yeah. So uh, you kind of mentioned earlier, like uh, like the the person you're seeing right now, um, like you you see yourself marrying her, right? Like what uh, what was the moment like when you kind of like put it that head? You're like, you know what? She's like the one I'm looking to settle down with. Was there like a moment that you recognized um, with her, or uh, was something about her? It was something about her being her, and it was like you know, like she's a um, we're both goofy and. <laughs> And we both have different things about each other that's different, but we have similarities. But I think the one thing where I was like, you know what, I could possibly marry this girl is just like she is like me. She believes in loyalty. I think that's a big thing that's not. And when I say loyalty, because like you can still be loyal to people and do people dirty. Like it's like loyalty is like, you know what, I'm going to be by your side. And like that's somebody I want. Like just be loyal and like love somebody with, without conditions. Like last person I was with, there was conditions. There was like, well, it's this, this, and this. When you want to marry somebody, there should be it should be unconditional. Like you should get to that point where it's unconditional. And like, although we're not at the point where it's like love and everything, because eventually I'll get to the point where I'm like, I love this girl, and then and then next version would be unconditionally. Like, you know what? I can't see my see myself anybody else but her. But the idea that you might know what. She believes it. Like we, we, that marriage is in our future. I believe in it. Like, and one of the things was what kind of I guess what the green red the green light was. Um, I got COVID tested, and um, we had a, we had a date that weekend, and it was like a little joke, but it was serious. Um, it's like we were date we were t- we were at one date. It was her, me, her, and I think her son was with us too, and um, we were talking about like. I had to drop some weight because I have to drop like another 60, 70 pounds just because I have a lot of muscle and it can affect my heart. 
And she was like really concerned and was like, okay. But she made a little joke, which like, cause I always find humor out of anything. Yeah. Um, and she was like, look, you don't want me marrying somebody else. Right. Like it was like, that was like, <laughs> she said it. She was very transparent. She's like, I'm not playing. Like I will, she said, you die on us. I yeah. will marry somebody else. And I was just like, and I was like, kind of like, it was like that green light. They're like, you know what? This possibly could be the girl I could spend the rest of my life with just because off of that alone, that she really is adamant about being married to me. Um, like, and she wants me to be the best version of myself. And that's all I ever asked out of somebody's loyalty and to like, let's build a foundation, a family together, and let's grow together. So yeah. I think that was the moment. Yeah. You, you mentioned uh, when you were with her on that uh, date, you said she was with her son as well? Yeah, like um, she brings her son, um, and that's like uh, like he's five years old. So it's like it's yeah. one of those things where he's a kid, um, yeah. and it's okay. Like that doesn't bother me. Like yeah. it's one of those things where it's my, like again, my job is be a men- mentor. He has a dad. His dad is in his life, very active. Yeah. Um, and my job is just to be a mentor, like be a good mentor, be a role model, mm-hmm. someone that he sees and just like okay, this is how he treats my mom. My mom's happy. Yeah, I gotta like he respects my mom, like like stuff like that. But also, he's a great, awesome kid, and like it's just um, to have him around, like because like because she gets somebody a babysitter, but like at the same time, like like a perfect example was like last well Friday we were out, and it was the first time where he like he's a kid, but he like remembers me, and it was like. Like, when we were going to have fun with Mr. Like, calls me Mr. Dan. And it was, like, the fact that he wants to see me again. Forget, like, and he has his own dad everything. He loves dad cold-heartedly. But it's, like, another man in his life that he wants to see because he sees that it makes his mother happy and he's happy as well. That's, that's like, um, I think a lot of men tend to downplay dating women who have kids because they're worried about... Like, I, my thing is, like, the woman is a good mother and there's not too much drama between the father and the mother it, can, it still can work out and we make it work mm. so you never had any hesitation of uh dating women with kids right before meeting, meeting um in her? the beginning in the beginning i did okay i was like uh, should i yeah but then um i'm older like i'm at an age and if i'm gonna date a woman that's older Nine times ten, they may have a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's really no way around it. Like you, you, you'd be lucky if you get like a unicorn, and it's like, oh yeah, I don't have no kids, and I don't want any kids, and they're at an older age. But most women, at least from what I acknowledge, they most of them have kids. So it's like either you adapt and you um, accept it, or you're gonna keep looking. And you never know. Like the person you might actually meant for you is someone that may have had a kid and the cool like in my situation the good thing is like the kid wasn't born out of Whitlock like she was married to the guy had a kid when they were married they got divorced and the story and the kid is still in the life so it wasn't like she was with a different guy like because then that's a little different like I'm not saying that's a bad thing but at the same time it's like I do believe that a mother should be responsible um like, cause like, if you're going to say, Hey, this is my kid. Like I want to make sure that you're doing, cause if you can, the one thing I noticed is like the, the mother dress better than the kid. That's a yeah. big problem to me. That is a huge problem. That should never happen. 
Like, I would not be mad if the kid was dressed to the nines and the mother was just like half that. I'll be like, cool, all right. That means she that means she cares about this kid and she wants to take care of the kid. That's what that means. Because yeah. I see a lot of that in the society, and it's like, um, <laughs> so you care about yourself more than you care about the kid. And like yeah. and I, I can't respect that. And I get it, like sometimes you didn't plan on having a kid there's different scenarios but like i couldn't be with a woman that was that says it has a kid is not responsible because that means that that means other things you're not responsible for other things yeah Yeah. like if you can't take care of a life then you what happened like because i work hard and i'm getting my my doctorate and like i'm my career is going and in the next few years i'm maybe a year or two i'm pushing but i'm gonna be close to pushing sixth grade here at some point so yeah, I'm the type of person where like I want somebody to be able to be responsible and like manage my money and make sure their bills are paid, all that stuff. Because there's gonna get to a point where I get too busy and I'm gonna forget about that. And I need a woman on my side. Like, and the girl with she's like that. She's responsible. Like she, I was told her, I said, look, I'll just give you my debit card check, but you just make sure bills are paid, and I don't care. Do the rest. <laughs> That's yeah. the kind of person I am. Yeah. I don't care. Do, do that. As long as the bills are paid, get whatever you want. Wow, wow. A lot of guys would be kind of be protective of that, but you're an open book when it comes down to it. Because I'm not really materialistic, so I don't really, like, I know that I want to give me a nice car, like a truck at some point, like a Ford F-150, but, like, most of my clothes I get from Walmart. Um, the only thing I get that's really new is, like, phone technology. I'm not really into, like, new stuff. Maybe furniture. That's about yeah. it, because I'm older. But other than that, I don't really play video games. Maybe Nintendo, like, but that's about it, because it's cheap, and I can take it with me anywhere I go. So yeah. I, that's a, I'm not really materialistic. Like there's just because I'm like at the end of the day, like I lost like two Apple watches before and it just doesn't bother me. Cause I'm just like, you know what? what? It's my fault. Yeah. I'd be like, it's my, I'd be like, it's my fault. I lost it. I should have never lost it. <laughs> I'm just dead serious, man. Like I'd be like, well, like I lost the Apple watch. The person contacted me and said, Hey, I found your Apple watch. And I was like, I thought it was a prank call and it was actually a legit person. And I was just like, uh, well, my fault. I guess I, I'll get a new one and yeah. I just move on. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, I, like, the one thing I always learned is like material things will come and go, but like your character will always be with you and your word will always be with you. So long as that is intact, I, everything else is not really a big deal for me. Mm. Damn, man. That's some deep shit, man, right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, Dan, uh, and we kind of touched on this like earlier in the podcast, but uh, like, how would you recommend uh, people look for like long-term relationship? Because you, you kind of mentioned, you said, oh, I would not ask for people I know because like, imagine if something went wrong and then like your friends, uh, like, you know, we kind of in the middle of that, right? So like, do you yeah. recommend like matchmaking apps or do you recommend, you know, there's a lot of trend of guys using social media of hitting up Instagram DMs I, or Facebook DMs? I... Because the, the, at the day, like I can recommend and say do this, but it's it goes based off the person. Like if you're comfortable with DMing somebody, as long as you do it correctly, you're not trying to just say unless that's what your expectation is. Then all right, but like if you're looking for a relationship, like it's on you. You got to know what you want, and then after that, then you do what you're comfortable. If you're comfortable with doing dating apps, then cool. Like you, you have a bigger chance just because you'll have more people to scroll through because um, some people are young professionals and they don't got time to go out. 
Um, if you're doing it in person, that's great too, but also you're running the risk of like COVID and everything. So you don't know if you don't know, like if you're going to have that opportunity. So it's just, you do what you're comfortable with. I guess my advice as far as going with dating is just know what you want. Like when you're planning, whatever you do, whether it's online apps, dating apps in person, just know what you want. Um, and if the person is not provided to you, like, and when I say know what you want is based off personality and not like materialistic. Cause if you're going to base everything off of money, um, like, yeah, obviously someone, they should have a job, but like, but if you base everything, like this person had to make this amount of money, you're not going to get anywhere. Like you, you'll look, maybe you might look out, maybe not. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, you base it off character and their merit, not their, um, because the one thing I, I learned in life is looks can always be, can be adjusted. You, you get plastic surgery. There's so many things get you. People can lose weight. Um, <laughs> but like the money can be taken away. Like, so like if you're going to base everything off of materialistic, that stuff can be taken away at any moment. But your character and your merit would never go away. Like if you're a good person at heart, it is sweetheart and great personality or based off what the person's interested in, then it'll work out. But if you're not and you're manipulative or you're not, you're lazy, like, like all those things will come out. And like, I believe if you're sir, you also gotta remember that whatever you are behind closed doors, is going to come to light regardless. Like you can hide it as much as you want, but if you're a bad person behind closed doors, when nobody sees you, you're probably a bad person. <laughs> when, like when the light shows and that little, Light is glared on you, you're they're gonna reveal that you're a bad person. So this date, like create an expectation as far as like what do you want? What is like do you want somebody that's a vegan? Do you, like, but like just make sure you their character is good too. Like, because people will always adjust. I don't think people should change, but they'll adjust or adapt. So if someone's a vegan and person eats meat, that they're, if it works out, they'll make it work. Like, don't just be like, oh, well, this person is vegan. It's not going to work because they want to kill the animals. That might not be the case. It's just like the food. It's like, yeah. So just character and merit. Don't based off of materialistic or because um, it will backfire. And then you're going to be going through life saying, why? Why did I not? I'm single or. I'm lonely. Like you don't want to get to that point in your life where like things never work out for me because this is like maybe it's you. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes some people don't take responsibility. They don't say, "Oh uh, man, that's like this keeps happening to me." No, maybe it's you. Maybe you need to change a few things. But maybe your selection of men or women or they, depending on the individual's preference. Yeah. Maybe it's you. <laughs> so just yeah. just know that like you pick who you want based off your ideal and like not everybody's going to fulfill everything you want but if they can at least hit 70 like because there's an 80 20 rule i prefer 70 just because i don't believe that everybody's going to hit 80 so 70 30 rule if you can at least hit 70 percent, i'm fine because we're not going to agree on everything like yeah. i'm into i'm into like sports and the girl I'm with doesn't really like sports like she'll watch it but she doesn't like sports so yeah. like but it doesn't mean i don't like I'm not gonna stop talking with her or stop being with her because she was like sports. It's just you know what? Well, work around it. Luckily, she, she watched football. She actually likes the same football team as me, so it actually works itself out. <laughs> um, Buffalo Bills, huh? 
Nah, let's not joke about that, man. <laughs> I, I think we had this conversation. I post it on my social media all the time. Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, because uh, you mentioned, like, uh, like for people, like, especially guys in general, like, um, on social media and like looking, finding the right women and stuff. You know, there's a lot of guys that are into like thirst traps, right? They see a lot of the, you know, the girls kind of posing and the models and stuff. You know, it's tough. You know. It's tough when you see like all you see is looks all the time, right? It's tough for those guys to finding right personality and stuff, you know. Character and merit don't go based off of looks because looks can be adjusted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks can always can be adjusted. Like you could you could change someone the way they look, and like someone can be really ugly. You put them in some nice clothes, get them a, a decent haircut or whatever. Like you give a plastic surgery or like, makeup, all that stuff that could change. Like there's there's a girl online that like she like she probably has a beautiful soul, but like she puts makeup on, she looks like a different person. Mm. Um, so and that's like a lot of women like like a lot of women use makeup. Like they don't look like them. So that's just that's how most people that put thirst traps usually is just they're looking. Everybody wants to be an Instagram model and make some kind of get some kind of income out of it. And I'm not saying all do, but like most of the times, Instagram model they they will get a sponsorship, and I don't blame them. Get your money, but like be careful with those because in nine times ten they don't work out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yo, uh, so based on your experience, like, what advice would you want to give women on uh, to improve on their relationships? Like, based on what what you've gone through, like, is there one thing you kind of like? Oh, you know, I want to tell women uh, like improve on this with your man. It, it doesn't have to be specific. It could be general. Um, but I, I, I'm not going to say tell a woman what to do. Um, I think it's just... But keep in mind, uh, tempting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I try to stay away from that. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't never really tell a woman what to do. Um, yeah. Listen, just listen to you guys. Most of the guys will tell you what they want. Um, but listen, um, quick, to, quick to hear, um, slow to anger, slow to response. That would be my... Um, cause sometimes there might be some things and a lot of people react off of emotion, yeah. um, men and women. So I want to make sure I make that clear, but just be a good listener. That's really all that matter. Be a good yeah. listener and be willing to compromise. And yeah. I would say the same thing for men too. Like just be willing to compromise and say, Hey, all right, let's figure this out. But like, don't compromise too much where it's not being reciprocated. Like, Let's say you like particular gifts and the person only can afford certain things. That's fine. Like, I think that's a compromise. Like, all right, okay, this is what I can provide you. And be like, all right, cool. That's okay. Because like, especially if that person is working hard and they're going up there, they're going through their career, like going up in their career, that's fine. But like, if, if the person is not doing anything, like, like, Hey, I want you ask for flowers, flowers cost $5. It should be the reason why you can't provide a woman with flowers. So if that gets to the point where that they can't compromise with that, then that's a different story. So that's when you'd be like, you know what? You can't really give me five dollars flowers. Then what can you really do for me? Like yeah. women are always, I think one of the things women always compromise too much um, for men and men the same way. So I think just listen and be a team. And I, I, I know I'm saying it. For, I want to. I'm pretty much gonna say for both this like. Be, yeah. be willing to become a team because then you will figure everything out together. Um, learn to communicate. Like I said, listen, communicate, good communication. Um, because like 
and like a lot of people be like, oh, well, do this better with your manager, do this better. No, if you communicate, then you'll know what to do. I'm not going to say do this one particular thing because then you're going to forget about all these other things. And that's why I say communication is be quick to listen. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I was going to ask you about the men, but uh, thank you for answering that too, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. so the brothers can definitely... Yeah, think, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the final question I want to ask, man, uh, what's the timetable when you're going to be uh, getting married, man? So you're already kind of throwing that um, into the podcast. So when, you, when is that, the mental timetable? Be like, oh, you know what? I'm looking to uh, finally settle down. I want to make it through this year because okay. um, me and her both agreed that like a year to year and a half. Okay. So I just want to make it through this year. And um, once I make it through this year, then I'm hopefully engagement wise, I'm going to shoot for around next year, June, July. Okay. So that'll be like in between a year and a half and a, between a year and a year and a half. It'd be like right in the middle. But the main thing is I got to meet her dad. I need to meet her if her grandparents are allowed to meet them, I need to meet a mother because I want to get their approval before I even do anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, that's, uh, that's perfect to hear, man. I hope, I wish you all the best, man. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's awesome to hear, man. Uh, first and foremost, Dan, thank you uh, so much for coming to the podcast, man. Uh, long time no coming. Uh, finally caught up with you. You know, usually we're kind of messages on IG and uh, Snapchat a lot, you know, catching up on that. But I'm glad kind of seeing you in person, man, face to face. I know it's on Zoom, but like uh, I'm glad to see your face, man. First time in uh, like a couple of years, man. So I'm well, uh, glad hopefully to when, do it. when things settle down and we can reconnect. Um, I plan on coming back to New York to visit some family. Um, yeah. I got yeah. So hopefully when things settle down with COVID, uh, hopefully yeah. we could connect in person. Hundred percent, hundred percent, be down to connect with you, man. You know, good man. First and foremost, I want to thank Dan uh, for coming on the podcast. I appreciate my man for coming on. Uh, uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening on the Somali Nomad. I am your host, Sammy, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side.